They're risk takers, innovators, business owners, and they're a couple. Welcome to A Couple of Entrepreneurs, a series about couples who start a business together without ending their relationship. Hear their unique stories, get tips, advice, and the secret to their success. Would you work with your spouse? Hosted by Mickey and Tony, a couple of entrepreneurs. Co-founders of Branding Shorts. Today, we're talking ghost stories, paranormal, psychics, and more. Today, we're taking a reality check with an amazing team, Seth Jarrett and Julie and Sonia Jarrett, founders of Jarrett Creative Group, and producers of hit reality TV shows like Celebrity Ghost Stories, The Haunting, Famously Afraid, and more. Shows that have been featured on Travel Channel, A&E, History Channel, BET, and Hulu. Thanks for being on the show. You guys introduce yourselves and tell us a little about what you do. I'm Julie Jarrett, though I never cha- legally changed my name, so I'm really Julie and Sonia. But for purposes of this conversation, I still have no idea what my wife's last name is. <laughs> <I know. laughs> Honestly, when we go to a hotel, I still literally have to ask her what which we, name, which name we use to check Me in. Too. <laughs> Who knew introducing ourselves would be so hard? So anyway, I'm Julie Jarrett, and this is Seth Jarrett. <laughs> uh, we've been uh, married for a very long time. <laughs> no, we're not that long. Well, twenty-four. It'll be twenty-five. Twenty-four years. years Twenty-eight together. Yep. Um, and we've worked together for 27 of the 28 years that we have known each other. So what's your company? Tell us a little bit about what you do. So we own Jarrett Creative, uh, a television and film production company. Now, how did this all start? I mean, when did you guys first meet each other? Uh, we met at work. We met at MTV when we were much, much younger, <laughs> when we were just a few years into both of our careers, um, kept our relationship under wraps. I don't know what I'm allowed to say and not say. Yeah, it's okay uh, but now, at this point. At this point, 20, years 28 old. years later, it's all right. Um, yeah, it was one of those, we kept our relationship uh, secret for a while. And then of course, when we told everyone that we were in a relationship like three years later, everyone in the company was like, Oh yeah, we've, we've, we've known for two and a half years that you guys have been dating. <laughs> um, so that was, that was funny. And, um, yeah, but we, we met at work, worked together for many years. I always say that the one year of our 28 years that we did not work together was probably the hardest year of our marriage. Yep. Um, even though most people look at us and say, how could you possibly work together? That's crazy. I could never, ever work with my spouse. But I think when you meet at work and you meet in that work environment, it's just part of your dynamic, whether you like it or not. And it's a lot easier for us to work together than maybe a couple that is five or 10 years into their relationship and then decide to work together. I'm sure it's possible. I know lots and lots of people work together. For us, it's just sort of woven into the natural fabric of our relationship. And we don't, it's not something that we have to try or force 
or or work at because it's just the only thing that we know. That is so fascinating. It's a completely different look at working relationship couples. Very yeah. cool. I mean, you have an amazing business today. Um, what took you guys from your your previous jobs working together to start your own business? We met at MTV, and so we stayed at MTV for a while, and then we both moved to uh, Lifetime. Tel well, I went to Lifetime Television first, and then Seth did work at Lifetime. Yeah. By the by, the way, the fact that we worked together for twenty seven of twenty eight years, most of that was actually not planned. Sounds like you guys were kind of meant to be with each other. When we look back now, feels like it's sort of it was meant to be. We ended up at Lifetime, not because someone hired one of us and then hired the other. We just happened to end up at Lifetime. But we had we had been producing and doing all these things for other people. And I think you just you just get to the point where you feel like, well, now it's time to reap some of the rewards of working so hard in this creative business. And again, I, I we naturally had a partner. I think a lot of people, when they start out, when they start a company, one of the hardest things is, well, who's going to be my partner? Who do I who do I trust with the future of the business? Who do I trust creatively? Who do I trust financially? Because there could be a lot of uh, money at stake, and and so to have to already have that partner and to have those shared goals but it just felt so natural um and it just felt like the right time to go out on our own and we feel we felt like we had we had learned a lot let's let's give it a try i mean he posted this you painted as such like a like a like a such a prettier are you gonna talk about how you got fired yeah, from, got from your job I got fired from my job i mean yes all of that is true seth was a freelancer I was on staff at Oxygen. I was a senior vice president. I was doing really well, successful, making great money, all the things. And he was the freelancer. He was writing scripts and making movies and producing TV shows and show running and executive producing. And that was all great. And I was like a little jealous because I was like, I got to go to the office every day. Um, and then uh, NBC, uh, NBC Universal bought Oxygen because Oxygen was an independent um, television network. And like in many mergers, I was let go. I, I wasn't fired. Was, with thousands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was let go. And there was a little bit of like, um, what's the word? I can't. Should I, can you curse on a podcast? Is that okay? Sure. We can edit. Uh, it depends on what the curse like is. A, so go ahead. Right. Okay, great. So it was a little bit like a you moment for me to like corporate America because I had worked so many years I mean at that point it was like 12 15 years and worked really hard and it was like wow I'm so disposable like you're you, you'll just let me go and so we had always talked about that beautiful picture that he painted like who's the best partner for Seth if he launches his own company? It would be me, you know? And so it's kind of like the universe- You can't get fired if you're your own yeah, boss. Exactly. So the universe- I know she's threatened me a couple of times, yeah. so I don't know. Like that. Right. I mean, you could go broke, <laughs> yeah. right. but you can't get fired. Right. And so I think for us, it was like, you know, I got a little bit of severance, nothing meaningful, but it was like, okay, so we have a few months to like maybe just try this and see if we can make it work. And so we 
incorporated and we opened a bank account and we launched the company and then you know we could go into a lot of details but we started doing our thing and then i i never had to look back into corporate america and we loved it automatically so so that so so all of that is true but there was a little push we can totally relate to your story our story is very similar I was the freelancer doing videos and advertising. And I had the corporate job with a steady paycheck. And lo and behold, there was a reorg in my company. And as you guys talked about, I got the push. And I imagine that in a lot of, with a lot of working couples, people take on different roles. And we're both yes. very creative. Julie always says that, You're the that I'm the creative, but that's not true. We really rely on each other for the creative stuff for both of us, but I think she is much more of a business person and we would not still have a business if not for for julie and i think i'm the one that is i wouldn't even say more of a risk taker but more of just like creatively scraping and clawing and just experimenting and trying to get us into things and just constantly pushing us because in a lot of, in our business, and I'm sure in a lot of businesses, it very often feels like, and I don't want to get too like woo woo about this, but like the universe is pushing back. Like it, it just, there's some, there's a force out there that doesn't necessarily want you to succeed. And you have to find every way to get around it, over it, through it and that i think creatively has been me and but julie allows us to actually have a business so that i'm not out there just running around like a crazy person um you know being creative you know reading poetry on the street <laughs> no that's great so, so, we, so you guys have that balance we have, yeah we, understand. we have roles we we have the similar we found a lot of couples have that role like yeah. once yeah. more creative once more business but it, and they but just, it does blend over i mean where you can you do a little of everything right because if you have right. your own business um i want to ask you guys like when you guys went into to business and you might have alluded to this um before we started our, the podcast but like what did your friends and family say like hey we are going to open a business together yeah <laughs> well we can start with the family because our parents were exactly the same what the hell are you doing no who's going to pay your health insurance what about your 401k what about vacation what are you going to do you can't do it well you know they were so i wouldn't say so much with friends but definitely than our parents it was just so you know and i think the one thing everyone kept saying to us was, are you sure that financially that makes sense, right? Because it's not like one of us is a lawyer who will go off to the office and have that steady paycheck every week. And, you know, there's that sort of reliable income, you know, being entrepreneurs and going out and, and having your own business and putting all your financial eggs in the same basket is hugely, hugely uh, scary uh risky and so definitely both sets of parents were like don't come to us for money <laughs> uh, no that's terrible they're gonna they're gonna hear this oh uh, your parents might have been like oh wait julie's gonna help okay no, okay the, the, the truth is is that i had already 
freaked my parents out after college when I didn't go to law school True. and decided that I was going to be an unpaid intern at MTV. I feel like they were sort of used to a little bit of our uh, unpredictability. But yeah, they definitely um, were, were uh, nervous. But proud. But I feel like on that first day of starting a business, as I feel today, when you have your own business, you have good years and then you have not so good years. And um, there's no turning back. Like there's nothing else that I could actually do. There's nothing else I want to do. And there's also nothing that I, at this point I feel like I could. So, so it's you make this work or suffer whatever the consequences are, which I imagine could be pretty sucky. I mean, that's great. What you guys are saying is, is, is very great. inspiring. Yeah, I mean, really, yes. I mean, especially to go forward and, and, and the way you painted the picture, too, is almost like a movie character. It's like you're these forces against you and you're going to make it happen, right, and overcome these things, which is great. And and I guess the, the question, one of the things you guys said, too, is like, uh, is, you know, you don't always agree, right? So you're a husband and wife team. Um, and so... So how about those dynamics, like working together, not just with a great partner in business, but you're married. It, it's hard. We get that question a lot. It's really hard. And anyone who's contemplating starting a business together should know that it is hard. I mean, in fact, that's probably the hardest part because all the other stuff, it, it goes away. There's so many great parts of doing something creative together. We, we, at the, you know, we have a million amazing stories of shows we've produced or red carpets we've gotten to do or rap parties we've, you know, like the good stuff is that's so easy. Um, but yeah, I would say separating it and separating it between us and also separating it from our children which has been hard because our, you know, so much of our job, job is, is parenting and parenting well and raising good kids. And so if we're constantly stressed and constantly talking about work, that could so easily carry over to kids, whether it's, you know, sitting at the dinner table or when we're driving, um, you know, to drop them off at, at soccer. So. I mean, you know, we we try and I think we catch ourselves a lot in moments where we say, you know what, this is not the right, you know, place for for this. I mean, look, I, I think the most important thing is that, if, at, you know, you just have an agreement that at the end of the day, it's just work and it's it's super important and we care about it. And it's and all our eggs are in one basket in terms of financially, which is obviously you know, tricky. Again, what Julie said before, like, it was easy for me to sort of be trying to be freelance and make films and do all these things because she had the real job. That's what she, when she wanted me to, you know, feel a little bad, she would, she would say she was the one with the job, you know, hold, holding it down. But now everything's all in the one basket. But ultimately, our relationship is more important. The kids are more important. And you just, have to keep telling yourselves uh, that. And having a good life coach <laughs> <laughs> uh, once in a while to talk to about how to keep it separate 
is pretty invaluable, I have to say. It's good to every once in a while be able to also just talk to someone and, and have, you know, a, a mediator for, for certain things. Huh. Just resolving disagreements can be really tough. Yeah. yeah. And, so. you know, Julie's always right. So that, so as long as, as long as the argument ends with, you're right, you're right, honey. Then we're we're good. So, you know that's so funny because I always talk about there's like like three words there. Mine is it's my fault. That's all. I that's what I that's say. Like, one. and then I know yeah. I'm good. I yeah. just say it now. Yeah, get it that's over with. Story, yeah, and I, I imagine that defines ninety five percent of the relationships <laughs> out there. Probably. Right. So. So how do you guys, I guess that's, a, when you guys make decisions, how do you do that when you don't agree? Like, how do you come to a solution? Because it is business, but then yeah. can get personal, right? Even in a, in a big corporation, so. Yeah, we've been fortunate in that there's always been a very senior level person at our company. So that person for the past couple of years, he's kind of like the tiebreaker. Um, so like if it's something that really a third party can sort of help, they won't really, he won't really make the decision for us, but he kind of gives like a, a more a, a, a non-biased point of view. Um, but I would say we we do good conflict resolution between us. We just, we just figure it out. I mean, we kind of joke that I'm always right. I don't know if I'm always right, but no, you, you know more what? often than not, he'll be like, you just decide. Like there's never wow. been a lot of like, it's true though don't say it's not it's true no i was gonna i was <laughs> gonna say that through the arguing and and the fighting we and get when, to a resolution and when i that we find the resolution through all of the craziness of the argument which you know i actually think makes sense within a creative world and we're usually it's usually creative discussions as they relate to money of course um but yeah, I mean, I think yesterday's a perfect example. We had, you know, it's funny because if you were an outsider watching us talk or argue, you would be like, wow, they just, they go at it, right? But it's almost like, to us, it's just the way that we speak to each other. But anyway, we were having an argument yesterday about something creative. And I was pushing up against him and I was like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And he's like, I'm not wrong, right? And so for me, if there's not a big financial implication to what he's passionate about i'll kind of be like okay and then i think the reverse happens i think if there's a big argument and we're at an impasse but there's like a big financial part to it he may in that instance be like all right we'll just you know so we kind of find our way through it right because yesterday i was just like all right fine just go if you want to spend an extra 10 hours working on that script that's your time you go i don't think it's necessary but go because it wasn't affecting the company in a bigger, grander financial way. What great advice, picking your battles. Otherwise, right, you could you could battle all day, right? So, uh, and to look at and prioritize things where you really need to, to work it out, especially when it comes to the money aspect of uh, running your company. Yeah, I, you know, I don't look at them as- He's gonna say the opposite. No, 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 no. I, it's funny because- Sparring? I don't look at them as argue, like for, like, if we were, if it was something with our children, or if it was something like when we talk about one of our in-laws, now we're not going to get into that because that's a whole other that's podcast. A different podcast. But when we're talking about per 
personal life things and then we don't agree those feel like arguments to me yeah but work stuff where we're trying you know trying to figure out whether it's worth spending that money or trying to figure out whether this person is right to bring on to the team it can get really heated julie is a yeller i'm not really a yeller i'm italian um we are too (laughs) but it feels like part of the process like i it never that's our way it's well i don't even know if it's our way i imagine it's happening all over it's just for me it feels like it's just it's you know you take things and you mix it up and you grind it and and out of it kind of becomes something magical in the way that i think someone who's writing a script might go through 15 versions and it's hard and you're sweating and it takes months and it's like it's through all of that that you finally get something really beautiful in the end so that's why the the arguments never really bother me it feels like part of the the process. Well, the, well, we the, always on, talk about that. that yeah. always, we always come out with a better outcome. I was going to ask you guys, do you feel like you, because you know each other well, versus just being in a corporate job or a freelance job and you're at the corporate job, that you can push each other more? Like you can help each other develop more and even get better solutions than you were like pushing just a colleague in a work, traditional work environment? Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely. And and I think that's, that's been the secret of some of our success is that we can push each other. We can challenge each other. Julie push the can- company. What? Push the company. Push the company. Julie can say things to me that I know that no one else that works with us, or like she can say, you know you're being an a-hole or you're literally, you're only thinking about your ego right now and you're not thinking about that work, which of course I hate to hear, but then you take a moment and you're like, all right, maybe I have. And it would be very hard for someone that works for us, definitely, but even someone that's working on our level to sort of say that because, you know, it can come across too overly personal or offensive. And when it comes from her, I know that she only has my my best interest, even if she's saying something that sort of hurts in the moment. You know, our goals, our intentions are so aligned. And I think that's, it's, and again, back to the like, you know, so many people say to us, like, how do you work together? How can you have a business together? And I, always think how do people who aren't in a mat in a relationship how do you have a company with someone who you're not married to or emotionally connected to because i don't understand how you can have a company with someone whose again whose vision and intention is not as interwoven you know um, and again, that's just our dynamic after after so many years. But yeah, I think we we push each other, and you know, I mean, I want her to be so successful because obviously I love her, and because her success is my success, and that's and that's really it. So we can push each other in ways that I don't know if other people can. 
No, that's great. That makes a lot makes of a lot, sense. Yeah, that's I mean, great. we feel the same way. What do you have guiding principles that you you know working together not as a company or as a family um, that yep. you follow to make it work, make it work as a business and a family? Yep. Yep. Uh, it's 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 so funny. So we have this reputation, a uh, good reputation, of being like super nice. Our thing is like no matter how big or small the company is, we're always sort of putting our values forward, right? Which is like treat everyone with kindness, be super fair, be generous. Um, we're very family oriented, so there's never going to be a problem. Pre-pandemic, obviously working from home wasn't a thing, but so, so anyway, so I think a lot of who we are as individuals is how we run the company, right? Good people offering a good workplace. Um, so we have this reputation of like just being like really nice, very family friendly, very fair, right? I mean, so I think it's like kind of how we're raising our kids is how we're raising our company. And I think the people who work for us kind of feel that even, you know, we have this big thing that I bring up all the time that Seth hates. So many, many years ago, we were supposed to do a show called Mob Wives which turned out to be one of the biggest shows on VH1. But the short version of the long story is, you know, we met with the talent and the producer who wanted to do Mob Wives and they met with like 10 production companies. And they called us like after they had all these meetings and they're like, we choose Jared Creative, we want to do. And I was like, well, finally, because we were it was early in our career. And I was like, early in Jared's career. And I was like, oh my God, this is the show. It's gonna put us on the map. We're gonna have a hundred episodes. We're gonna be on a big network, blah, blah, blah. And Seth was like, I don't wanna make that show. And I was like, what do you mean you don't wanna make that show? I grew up in Brooklyn. I'm good with the mafia. It's okay, we're gonna make that show. And he's like, I just don't feel good about it. I don't wanna make a show, that show. I don't think our company should make that show. And I think if that moment didn't break up our company or our marriage, probably no other moment would because not that I was willing to change my moral compass. I mean, it was they weren't murdering people. It was just the kind of show that he didn't feel good about us making. And I was a little bit more focused on the financial and the success and the PR and not really thinking about how maybe that wasn't a show that would feel good for us to do. So we didn't do it. And we're still here. Uh, and we've made a million shows since then and it worked out okay. Now granted our friend- But I bring that story up every day. Our she does bring it up I do. I'm a like, lot. If we just the mob wives, then and, we would have a house in Miami right and, now. And our friend who ended up producing it is living in a 27 room uh, no mansion in the Hamptons. But, no but, lies, right? So but, I say it all the time. I'm like, no, but if we made mob wives. But then... you know what? My heart is still intact. <laughs> With, look, that's that moral compass. Yeah. So anyway, that, that's a long way of saying like I think like there's there is a value system that's important to us, and that's how I think how we are successful working together because those are aligned. This is great. These are great stories and great things to pass on to other couples. Yeah. Are there other things that you would say you know that are, are keys for you guys? For advice you could give to couples who are thinking about starting a business together. Patience. <laughs> got you. Got to have a lot of patience. Well, I think it's what we've been. I think the theme of all of this is the same. Like the goals have to be aligned. I mean, our goals have been aligned since day one. Um, you know, 
So I think that's a big part of it. Um, right, because even if you're a couple, it doesn't necessarily mean that your work goals are the same, are, exactly. are aligned. Exactly. And that's important. And I look, that would be important for any partners. It's especially important for a couple that's going to go to work and then come home and still be together for the next you know, eight hours. Yeah. And so you have to, I mean, I would say don't start a company um, with your significant other if you're not sure if your intentions and your goals are aligned. I think the most important thing is just know when to leave it at work, know, know when to sort of put it on pause don't bring it in front of your children. Make sure you start with a good marriage first, right? Because if we didn't think oh, we had a good true. marriage first. That's good advice. Oh, thanks, Seth. <laughs> uh, no, but I think so, right? Because it wasn't like we were like, wow, this might not be the, you know. Right, people... don't start a business to fix your marriage. Yeah, definitely not, that, that won't work. And I'll just add one more thing, just from a mom's perspective, right? Because I, I had my children when our children when I was in the corporate world, and it was really, really, really hard for me, right, to like leave the kids and go to work and just feel underappreciated, undervalued. But also, like, I couldn't really express to my boss like how hard it was for me to go to work, right? So one of the big perks um, of us being married is like. I'll never forget, like I had to go on a business trip for us, for Jared Creative, right? And I was like sobbing, like, I can't go, I can't go. But he was like, I got this. I, you know, I'll take care of the kids. You go do what you need to do for Jared Creative because our goals are aligned, right? Our kids are important and Jared Creative, our other kid is important. So there is a beauty to like, I think for being a mom and a dad too, but obviously, but being a mom that like our family and our careers have this not the same importance but different importance but important and so we're supporting each other in that so i think that that's more i guess of a plus than it is why not to do it but i think the strong the strong marriage strong parenting can lead to good work partnership that's great that was great uh, guys that's that's yes. great yeah. yeah you guys have said some really cool things i mean um Thank you. and obviously like so being a couple together in business for, yeah it's great to talk to you guys for, to yeah you're yeah. doing it yeah, yeah. you're, yeah. you're, still, you're so, still married right still so married are. 20 years yeah, still married. we're learning a lot from you guys it's good it's, it's, <laughs> thank you for this no, but I, I was like half joking when i said patience because i think both of us sometimes like it's it's also easy to like not like also the arguing or sparring or whatever we do that you know it's also kind of easy to fall into like a like like a, like a, I don't know what it is, being a little too combative sometimes. So I think it's also important to just like, you know, if you weren't my husband, I would still respect you as an executive producer, a writer, a director, and he would still respect me as a producer, you know? So I think it's also good to look at each other as individuals beyond what the partnership of owning a company is together. It's like you alone, I respect you for who you are, vice versa. And I think that mutual respect you know, keeps us happily married and happily running our company together and until we hang up with Zoom and we start screaming at each other again. That's, <laughs> that's so funny. But, oh my God. But the thing is like, you guys, both you guys have an amazing sense of humor. I think that probably helps too. Yeah, right? definitely helps. You, you need it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I curse a lot. I, that, that's the only thing I wish I could change. I do curse a lot. Yeah, I'm think. not a big cursor. Yeah, you neither. He's the cursor. Well, it's good yeah, to be balanced. Yeah. One cursor. Yeah. <laughs> I have Italian, my hands, the F-bomb, it's 
All part of it. You guys, we, we know how busy you, so you guys much. are, so we we appreciate you guys taking time to do this. Like I said, thank we've you. heard so many cool things about you guys, and and um, and you have so much. We come back. Can we can we do a part two? Yeah. <laughs> yes, of course. Why not? It sounds like there's a lot more. To learn more about Jarrett Creative, visit JarrettCreative.com. J-A-R-R-E-T-T Creative.com. For more episodes, visit BrandingShorts.com forward slash podcasts. Thanks for listening.